BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Jason Offit back with us. Has been a journalist since 1987. Teaches journalism at Northwest Missouri State University. Prior to that, he was the managing editor for the Kansas City Entertainment Magazine called The X and a humor columnist for the Examiner newspapers in Jackson County, Missouri. He's got a Master's of Arts degree in communication from Central Missouri State University in Warrensburg. And Jason, welcome back. Your latest book I hear is called The Girl in the Corn. That sounds scary. Well, yeah, it uh, just won a uh, won, a, won an award. It's the uh, it won the Benjamin Franklin Gold Award from the uh, Independent Book Publishers Association, and and was one of the finalists uh, for the uh, Silver Falcon uh, Falcon Award from the uh, uh, Killer Nashville. Uh, book, uh, you know, book award contest. Good for so I'm you. Happy with it. Is there a possible movie here? You know what? I got my fingers crossed, but uh, I've I've had some dealings with uh, with folks out in Hollywood before, and and if there is, this sort of thing takes a long time. And you have another novel out called How to Build a Time Machine. Right? Yeah, I I, I like humor, and and I try to keep it out of my <laughs> try to keep it out of my horror for obviously, but. Uh, I really cut loose with uh, how to build a time machine. It's a it's a, a humorous sci-fi, and uh, it got a lot of great reviews. Good for you. How have you been lately, Jace? Man, you know, George, I've been I've been great. Um, I've, the weather's weather in Northwest Missouri has finally started turning cold, so I'm happy. It's coming this way. I'm in St. Louis right now, and uh, we're going to get it pretty soon. Yeah, it's coming. How did you get involved in paranormal writing? Well, I had always wanted to write. It's one of those one of those dreams uh, as a little kid that I I told my parents I wanted to write books when I grew up, and they patted the top of my head and then sent me along to play. Uh, but I, I've been interested in monsters ever since the early seventies. Um, 
I've always been a voracious, voracious reader, even when I was pretty young. And, and I'd, I'd, I'd look at the newspaper, and back in 1973, there were stories in the Kansas City newspaper about Bigfoot sightings out in Louisiana, Missouri. And thinking, my gosh, there's monsters in my home state? It's <laughs> amazing. So that, that got me, uh, Momo got me fascinated in monsters. And you wrote a book four years ago called Chasing American Monsters. They're all over the place, aren't they? Right. Uh, yes, it, they are. And what, what, what I tried to do, uh, with chasing American monsters is go state by state and show what monsters are in each state. Because yes, uh, whether, whether legendary or real, they're all out there, out there everywhere. What kind of monsters are we talking about here, Jace? Well, we're talking everything from, uh, of course, Bigfoot. It's, uh, it's the one monster that is in 49, has been encountered in 49 states. The only one it hasn't been in is Hawaii. I guess it doesn't like, uh, uh, doesn't like poi for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's been seen everywhere. I mean, everything from Bigfoot to, um, extreme monsters, uh, like the, uh, uh, like the Hodag or, or up in Wisconsin or the, uh, um, oh, the show, oh, it's not ringing a bell right now. Hold on for a second and I'll get it. But it's, it's, it's a monster that is, uh, that cries all the time. It looks like a giant wrinkled pig in it, uh, in it, and it's just really depressed. So anything from stuff that can be real to, to, you know, legendary stories that are just kind of fun. Is that the white screamer? No, no. The white screamer is out of, uh, out of Tennessee. It, um, uh, a man, encountered it uh back in the back in the 1800s he he and his family kept hearing screaming from from outside the house and and eventually he got tired of it and got his gun one night and went looking for it and he followed the screams throughout the forest and eventually the screams led him back around to his house and what was actually screaming were were, were members of his family who were all slaughtered by by something that he saw running away that was uh that was a white beast Clearly, people are seeing things, aren't they? Uh, there are way too many sightings for them not to be, uh, especially when it comes to something like Bigfoot. There are so many credible sightings. There is so much evidence out there that if this were a murder trial, somebody just from that evidence could be put away. A couple nights ago, I was talking to Lon Strickler about uh, flying humanoids near Chicago and uh, winged creatures. I mean, unbelievable. Did you ever come across any of those? Well, I only came across uh, one winged uh, creature. Lon's great, by the way. Um, he has done some done some tremendous work through the years, and and I followed his work through, uh, you know, through the winged winged creatures in Chicago, and it's, yeah. it's fascinating. Uh, there was one winged, winged creature that I covered, and and it wasn't. Necessarily, the, the the person I interviewed didn't necessarily call it a creature. He called it a man. Uh, he and his and his family were walking uh, home from from church in the small town of, of Camden, Missouri, and he saw uh, he was about ten years old, and he saw up in a tree a man standing there with wings, and it saw him see see it, and he told his parents, "I mean, look, there's a guy in the tree," and the thing just sprang into the air and flew off. They they never did see it again, but uh, uh, there were a couple of people he he said uh, from his childhood who reported it in the area throughout the the next couple of years. What is some of the most unusual creatures that you have investigated or come across? Well, there are 
are a lot of uh, uh, a lot of different different bizarre creatures. One of them uh, is the demon leaper from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. It's uh, it was spotted in the uh, in the late 1800s. Uh, there was an article in the, in the New York Times about it. It was uh, a large bat-like creature, you know, big leathery wings, mm-hmm. talons, uh, pointed ears, you know, pointed teeth, and basically what what the description was was a gargoyle. A gargoyle sitting on top of a building, and you know we see those in old architecture all the time. But sure, this one took off into the air, and it was seen uh, specifically. I have my window open. I'm sorry, George. That's okay. That was a cat. It was not a cryptid. <laughs> Monster cat coming in Monster. to get you. Exactly. Live so, on the air. If the if the phone goes dead, that's it. The monster cat. But yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> Just the fact that we found a, um, you know, people reported seeing a gargoyle flying through the air in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, I think is absolutely fascinating. I mean, what else could they be looking at to make that kind of report? I, I mean, I don't know. That sort of thing, um, I mean, it could be, it could be mistaken. I mean, I, I don't, there aren't any extraordinarily large, you know, bats in, in the United States, not like, uh, uh, what's the one in Australia? The fox, fox-faced bat. Those things are enormous. Um, but what else? What else could it be? I mean, the, the wings. It could be could be pterodactyl wings, um, which which those things have been seen in a number of places in the United States over the over the years. Prehistoric uh, birds. You think they could still be around? You know, if any if anything could be, I think I think it could be the birds. Um, there have been a lot of. Uh, you know, a lot of dis- discussion, uh, if, you know, from Central America, American and Mexico to the American Southwest of, of, um, you know, of, of dinosaurs, of, of, of birds especially. Uh, there was back in 1977, a group of, uh, of teachers were driving through Texas, uh, West Texas from, they were coming home from a conference and they saw a pterodactyl in the sky. Now these were four, not just teachers, but science teachers. You think four science teachers would know what a pterodactyl looked like. And uh, uh, so, yeah, I, I think they very well could. Something I think might be a little bit, uh, a little bit more realistic would be uh, the, the Thunderbirds from Native American lore. Thunderbirds, right. Yeah, the description of, of, of those are uh, basically the description of a pterotorn, a bird that lived back in the, uh, in, in the Ice Age. Those very well still could be around. I think that's real. There's a uh, historical story of the Piasaw bird, which is the Thunderbird, in Alton, Illinois. And uh, on the cliffs of the banks of the Mississippi, there's a huge depiction of this bird that uh, they talk about. And they talk about how some of the Native Americans fought it because it came back with its talons and tried to pick up uh, Native Americans and fly off with them. It was incredible. Did you ever hear of that, the Piasaw bird? I, I sure did, and I know exactly what uh, what what painting you're talking about. I, I have seen it. It's um, it, it, it's it's fascinating because those type of birds have been seen not just in in ancient times, but but you know in the last hundred hundred and fifty years. There was a a story. I think it might have been out of out of Pennsylvania. Uh, back in the early 1900s where a 12-year-old child was picked up by a bird of large size and if it wasn't for the fact that his his parents came out screaming and throwing things at it it would have whisked him away truly remarkable 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Jason Offit with us. We're talking about his works and uh, Chasing American Monsters is a book he wrote four years ago. His website is linked up at coasttocoastam.com. You got to tell me about this title, The Girl in the Corn. That sounds like a horror book. Well, yeah, it definitely is a horror book. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've in- investigated uh, and I've just done a lot of fun research, reading, reading for fun on all sorts of, um, all, all sorts of paranormal and, and mythological beings and one that has always fascinated me is the little people the 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 fae uh because these things are all over the world you know when you think of fairies you think of european lore uh and and specifically you know irish leprechauns Mm -hmm. but you know elves and and kobolds trolls um the tom tar from from sweden the norse mythology had their little people uh uh all throughout Asia, South America, the, there there are lots of, uh, of of stories of magical little people throughout throughout North America. Whenever a similar tale is told world world round, that has been, um, you know, th- th- before the time when supposedly our our cultures were talking to each other, there's got to be some truth to it. I think, and I was. <laughs> 
with my daughter when she was a little younger. She was watching uh, the Disney Channel, and and, and uh, a fairy movie was on, and I was like, you know, fairies aren't like that. <laughs> they're not like that Disney. You know, they're they're not like the Disney fairy at all. So that was the germ of the girl in the corn. Uh, I wanted. Uh, I grew up on a farm, so I based it on a, on a farm. But it's about a boy who sees a fairy in uh, in the corn uh, in in the garden, and it terrorizes him his whole life. I was that, first. That's where I, it came from. I was first introduced to leprechauns with a Disney movie called Darby O'Gill and the Little People. That's uh, with Sean Connery. If I don't uh, way back, yeah, yep. yes. It was a classic, and uh, I've been fascinated with the story of leprechauns and stuff. Got a little disappointed when they came out with a movie of that leprechaun being evil. Well, that remember was that one? A bit cheesy, yes. I believe that was Jennifer Aniston's first first movie role. Yeah. Well, one of the things about the little people that really it it, it made me happy when this when this was discovered was back in oh my gosh the early two thousands or maybe the mid two thousands. In, in the on the island of Flores, the the, the locals uh, down down around Indonesia, the locals had talked about the uh, Ibu Gogo uh, that was part of their local folk folklore. It was the um, their little people who would come and steal food and sometimes steal babies to eat from from the tribesmen. Oh, jeez! And they had this this story, and and of course, Western Western science, you know, completely disregarded it as mythology until. Uh, scientists found in in a cave system that the locals told them is where these Ibugogo were. They found uh, up to three foot tall skeletons of fully grown humans, and it turned out to be um, a new off or a different offshoot of of humanity. And it was called Homo florensis, and and uh, they were dubbed the hobbits because they only grew to be about uh, three or four foot tall. But that really confirmed what the the locals had been been talking about all that time. Why do you think mainstream science, Jason, really doesn't dive into these stories because they're truly remarkable stories? They are um, a lot of mainstream science, and I have all the respect in the world for mainstream science. But but a lot of it has to do with grant money, and if they start if they start investigating, uh, uh, you know, paranormal or just strange. You know, strange topics. They're not going to get that grant money, so so they 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 don't. Uh, they don't they don't want to hurt their reputation. Uh, there, there's a, another example. Uh, in 1998, there was a, a an ape that was discovered called the Billy Ape, B I L I, uh, in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, where a lot of a lot of cryptozoological sightings are, are there. But the the locals said that it was a giant chimpanzee that that howled at the moon and you know would kill leopards and eat them they walked upright but they would make um, you know make beds like gorillas and you know science considered that a, a fanciful tale until in 1998 they discovered that these you know tribesmen were 100 percent right this thing existed so yes why don't we listen listen to the the local folklore because those stories came about for a reason it's a little like some pilots who refuse to report UFO sightings that they see. Right, but I mean, I understand that. It's 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 either, you know, uh, talk about the UFO that they saw or maybe lose their job. Exactly. That's what it comes down to. Right. What would you say is the most ludicrous monster story you've ever heard? Oh, there are... 
there there are quite a few. I think the uh the bolt rock slider from Colorado is 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 pretty silly. This this goes back to the days of gold and, and silver mining back in the eighteen forties. And um it supposedly was a whale, uh, a land uh you know, a land based whale with a big hook on its tail. And it would put the hook on the top of a mountain and just lay there and wait for prey to walk beneath it, and then it would un, un, um, un, unleash its hook and slide down and swallow up whoever was below it. Uh, it, it was probably this. This was probably come up with by uh, by miners who didn't you know wanted to scare away claim jumpers. But that that was pretty silly. But uh, also, if you think about it, if that was real, my God, how how terrifying would that be? And there have been some terrifying stories too, haven't there? Oh, there there have been. Um, I I really think there are definitely, and I, I didn't I didn't just write this for fun. Although I had a lot of fun writing that book, um, there are a lot of creatures out there that are that are scary. There are dangerous creatures. Uh, the the Lawton werewolf in Lawton, Oklahoma. They uh, there were a number of sightings from credible people of a werewolf. Uh, over a, a short period of time, and and you know, considering all the dogman sightings that we've had over the years through, you know, Michigan and 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 the Beast of you know Bray Road, that combined with the Lugaru stories, which are werewolves in Louisiana, uh, you know, again, it's one of those one of those tales that has got to have some truth behind it. I think. Group of people were on a train in Colorado. We've got this on our coast to coast am.com website in the highlight reel, Jason. And they have uh, cell phone f- video of what looks like a Bigfoot out there in the hinterlands. And uh, if it's a guy, he's out there by the mountains and things all by himself, dressed up like Bigfoot, which is kind of crazy to do because someone's going to take a shot at you. I-, I know all these, all these, um, you know, people that come out, well, it's just a guy in a suit. I don't know who's crazy enough to dress in a Bigfoot suit. I, I had I had read when they were filming Return of the Jedi, uh, they were using the the Pacific Northwest, specifically up in up in Washington, as as the the planet moon indoor, and they had people guarding uh, Peter Mayhew who dressed as Chewbacca because they were afraid some hunter was going to shoot him for a Bigfoot. That's crazy. Listen to more coast to coast AM every weeknight at 1 AM Eastern and go to coast to coast AM.com for more. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 